Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Kick show. That was a good way to cover me taking a drink, not being ready. <laughs> hey, I'm a professional. Yeah, you are. Uh, I'm Heath Mulliken. <clears throat> and I'm Mark Whitman. And it's great to be back with you. This is um, this is something we haven't got to do in a couple of years. We're recording on a Clemson game day because I'm not doing parking. I know. I'm so glad you yeah. got everything worked out. Why in the world uh, is Clemson – well, this is a rhetorical question. Why is Clemson playing Florida Atlantic at 8 o'clock at night? Well, I've, there's two different questions there. Yeah. There are two different answers. The, the, the answer to the why are they playing Florida Atlantic is because that's, that's what Clemson does. They, okay. They beat up on nobody teams, and then they lose to the teams that matter. and Or they beat up on nobody teams all year, so when they get to the good teams, they're still fresh and ready, where, mm-hmm. like, you know, the SEC teams have been playing – you know, serious football, and then they get to the end of the season, and they're all yeah. The up. SEC's Clemson's been doing finish. very well against the ACC so far yeah. this season. Well, I mean, who we haven't got into the season good yet, man. Everybody's playing their their powder puff teams right now. Um, but I, that's, I, that's Clemson's thing but all I, season. Long. But I I think well. For about two more seasons, and then we're going to be in a different conference. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, Big 12 or SEC. We'll My see. favorite thing about Clemson football is how they lose one game and everybody everybody's ready to fire Dabo. Would that happen with Nick Saban? Right. Well, Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. That, I mean, I think that happens with any kind of, any team that's got some high hopes I'm, and a, I'm, a passionate fan base. I'm very curious what happens when, when Deion Sanders loses his first game. Yeah, I'm, I, me too. Of course, they've already doubled their wins from last year. That's right. Um, back to Clemson. I I think one of the reasons is Clemson made a huge investment mm-hmm. in this incredible scoreboard and light show. Oh uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. it's better to do that light show when you know you're going to win. True. And True. and and kind of than when Florida State comes to town. Ooh, yeah, that's <laughs> next week, man. I know. I kind of hate. Uh, I got to work next week. Is it, I hope it's at night so I can watch. I'm going to be. It's my girl's birthday. We're going to and we we're 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 going to the Hartwell Safari. Oh, Pretty wow. excited yeah, about I've that. Heard about that. But I, you're right. I hope if the, I hope since they're playing Florida Atlantic at, at night that they'll play Florida State at night too. So. We'll see. Um, that's all with the TV deal. That's right. That's right. Um, I tell you, I read that that book. Um, that talked about why we get so much sports on TV now. Mm-mm. Um, that that's just one chapter in the book. The glory days. It's about how like that 1984. You, yeah, did I, did I tell you about it? like how it influenced um, sports and pop culture for like all these years. And one of them was the like it wound up going to the Supreme Court where the NCAA would only allow them to show like three football games on Saturday. Yeah, and I'm wanting to say it was Oklahoma. It was either Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. And I, if I'm not mistaken, one of the other teams, oddly enough, that played that day was um, like Coastal Carolina. Yeah. And these games were broadcasts. Well, nobody watched the the smaller yeah. schools, but everybody watches this Oklahoma game. And Oklahoma like sued. It was Oklahoma or Oklahoma State, and said like, "Why do we have to split the purse with these colleges that nobody watches? Yeah. Why do you have this one featured game?" And the and the that gets split up, and why can't everybody put their own um, game on the air? Right. You know, I don't remember the exact everything yeah. in the story, but it is a very interesting story wow. about why that like that led to where now you have like the ACC network and the SEC. Every network game is on. Every TV. game's on TV. There are, there are no house show football. Games no, anymore. no, not anymore. Everything's on TV now because of that ruling. Did you see? I didn't. I saw this on Twitter because I didn't. I didn't watch the Thursday game on Amazon Prime. Apparently, Amazon Prime. I don't know what they're calling it, but they have this view you can watch, where it's a higher view, huh. and it shows the offensive players. It shows the route they're running. It pops if it's a receiver. Pops green when they get open, 
And I watched, oh. you know, this minute and a half explanation video, and I'm like, that's the most fascinating thing. And it'll pop up. <clears throat> like, it's basically geared toward fantasy football. Yeah. It'll pop up, and, hey, here's the carry share for all the running backs. And yeah, I'm like, I don't know if you know this. Fantasy football is a pretty big deal. Yeah, I would like to do it. I've never <laughs> somebody asked me the other day, they said, Why don't you? And I said, Well, I don't have any friends. Oh. I'm <laughs> so in uh anybody to do it with. I'm in I'm in four leagues this year. Um and uh two of them are dynasty leagues where you draft players and then you keep your whole team year to year. Right. Um I actually won a big dynasty league last year and uh just everything kinda I I hit on some rookies and <clears throat> everything kind of came together for me. I think that was like third or fourth year. But um, I remember, I mean, I, we had a draft this year, and I'm playing with a bunch of college kids, and I'm like, I've been doing fantasy football longer than y'all have been alive. Like, I did fantasy football when I had to go on Tuesdays. Yeah. Get the USA Today mm-hmm. that had all the football box scores. Yeah. I had to go make a spreadsheet. I had to hand enter. Yeah. Everything. Had to do all the math. I said, that's how long I've been doing. Now you just use an app to track it. Yeah, right? you don't even have to. You just pick your team. And it's it, too. We made it too easy. Nobody well, appreciates that's life. it. That's, that's true. Life. Speaking of it not being easy, what about Aaron Rodgers, man? Have there ever been, like, in all the years of watching sports, man, cause you, and you've watched more than I have, mm-hmm. but, like, I mean, like I cut that game on like an hour and a half before the game started. Right. And I'm watching everything because this is a, like <clears throat> I was kind of they got the they got the hard knocks training camp on HBO. Um, they're they're doing everything. They John McEnroe interviews him. He speaks into existence that they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. He runs on the field carrying the American flag on September the 11th, 2023. And runs four plays, and he sits down, and he's done. Yeah. I mean, that's the most anticlimactic. I mean, it's not his fault. No. Terrible injury, man. It didn't look as bad until the next day when I saw the replay of oh, it. You my. could kind of see his calf muscle roll up his yeah. leg. You know? Yeah. It was awful, man. Just awful, dude. It, and then you have someone like <clears throat> Keith Olbermann. Yeah, man. What said, a piece of crap. Who says – well, it's probably because he's unvaccinated. Did you hear what Aaron Rodgers says? No. Aaron Rodgers was on Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee says, "Ah, hey, what about Keith Olbermann? Aaron said, hey, Keith, go get your fifth booster. Yeah. I mean, Keith Olbermann, man, what a, what what? a dipstick. What? what a, he's a piece of crap for saying that, Yeah. Man. I mean, he – oh, my gosh. He – So stupid. He, he used to be good on Sports Center. He was, and and <clears throat> to be honest, when he first had his own show, he was interested. He he, but now he's just just a grumpy old yeah, man. I just ain't interested in that. that and he of. says we believe conspiracy theories when he like some yeah. of the stuff he believes is like mm-hmm. crazy, ridiculous. But he's just a yeah. hateful to celebrate somebody getting hurt like that. Yes. Yeah. That's just. Yeah, it's like like he's one of those guys that got mad when Joe Rogan didn't die because what he said worked, you know. Right. And now the <coughs> CDC says. That yeah, it works. that's right. It's funny how that works. Isn't it? Um, now, I think. I, yeah, I think this will be. Um. I you know I think Aaron Rodgers is the kind of athlete who he's going to be like, I'm, I'm coming back and I'm going to have, a, I'm going to have a great year next year. And, uh, I yeah, I think he thinks that, you know, right. And I hope he does, man. but dude, I trying to does. come back at how is he clay Thompson, man, how long it, and he was younger than that. I mean, it, how, clay pretty much had the same thing, right? It was an Achilles rupture. Uh, Oh, yeah. The basketball played for the Warriors. Yeah, he ha- had Achilles and then Torrey's ACL. Yeah. And, I mean, he was out, what, two, he, two seasons? Two seasons, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I hope he does. I hope he comes back, throws a touchdown the first play that he runs and looks at the camera and flips Keith Oberman off. <laughs> yeah, I be. think we'd all love to see that. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's, it's also clear – like the guy who came in for him, Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. is clearly terrible. And 
I'm telling you, you think about all these. I'm thinking it just in just in the last five years, mm-hmm. the number of first round quarterbacks who. But is it? It's not the last five years. It's every year, man. You what, think, like who? Who would have thought that the greatest quarterback of all time would, would be Drew Bledsoe's backup? Yeah. That had to come in because Bledsoe got hurt, man. Right. It's always that guy. Yeah. It's Kurt Warner working at the grocery store. Yeah. It's never Doug Flutie. I mean, it's never Tim Tebow. I mean, uh, Peyton Manning is one of the ones. Okay, he's an no. He's he's the he's the he's exception. an exception to the rule. Yeah, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, both. Um, you know, but God, their dad was a quarterback. They had the pedigree. I tell you what, let's see what happens with Arch. Yeah. Let's see what he does. Yeah. Then uh, we'll know. Then we'll know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, no, it's, it's not to say never. Right. Anybody, but where was Steve Young at? And okay, Joe Montana was probably high in the in the draft, right? Yeah. Um. But and before that, you're talking about like the Bradshaws and the Stallbacks. I mean, I don't know that anybody was too wrapped up in. Uh, in the NFL draft at that point. I, you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, every year it's uh, somebody that gets drafted high mm-hmm. and then they – things don't work out the way you'd hoped, which is a good segue to what we <laughs> want to talk about. Yeah, that's right. Um, listen, uh, a lot of you fans out there listening to this, and I don't know if I told you this, we had like 500 downloads last month. I don't. I get an email that tells me, "Hey, you had this many downloads the last 30 days," and it was. Um, uh, you want to pause and do what you got to do? No, you you keep talking. <laughs> I don't have anything. You're you're the one setting Sorry. this thing up, and so, uh, I, you got a bigger name on the other line. Over there? I do. I do. Uh, what? Let's well, uh, pause for a second. What are we Handle talking? Business. Okay. Okay. Sorry, just started off. So, speaking of uh, things not working out the way that you planned, you were working on a nice segue. I don't know what you were getting at. You were babbling because you were also trying to look at your telephone, and then you wanted me to continue talking when I had already been talking so you could handle this minor emergency that's come up in the world. So, anyway, you were going to ask me about CM Punk. That's where we were getting to. Because you're subtle, and I'm a bull in a china shop that comes at it with a sledgehammer. Let's talk about CM Punk. Well, before we talk about CM Punk, uh, I just want to say, fans, something just happened off air. I'm going to break kayfabe right here. (laughs) Something happened off air that has, in the history of this show, has never happened before. Well, you know, we... I hit pause. I'm trying to like respond to a message. And normally we're trying to figure out, all right, how do we kind of come back in? And if I'm being honest, normally that's my job. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, whoo, Mark is on it today. Mark's like, hey, bada boom, we're going to do this. I'm going to give you that. Ba-da-da, ba-da-da. And here we are. Let's talk about CM Punk. It's pretty good, wasn't it? It was great. Hey, independent wrestling promoters, get him while he's hot. No, I'm not interested. You can't. (laughs) Independent wrestling promoters, you can't afford me. (laughs) Unless unless you are a friend of mine, I am not working for you for free. If you're a friend of mine that's going to – and I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm going to do commentary on anybody's show, it's going to be a quality top-notch show. I I refuse to lend my voice. As you've – Sometimes if the match is bad, I'll quit talking because yeah. <laughs> I don't want my voice covering up your shitty wrestling. Yeah. So if I work for somebody, it's because I like them and I want to see the show that they're putting on. Right. And they're allowing me to come watch their show for free in exchange for me talking over it. Yeah. So speaking of CM Punk, for those of you who do not know, CM Punk was fired by, really? Was fired by when, AEW. When did this happen? Uh, I don't know. I read it and you know <laughs> read it on Twitter. Has, has this been confirmed by Dave Meltzer? I confirmed it. Okay. I talked. Okay. Um, I'm Meltzer, quiet about the. Uh, maybe he has chimed in on the fake AEW number. I don't know. 
<laughs> well, is it? It's not a fake number. No. They, were, they, they worded it. But by that, okay, by that rationale, yeah. then, then neither is the WWE's number. Right. It's not fake either. By that rationale, because they never said we got 93,000 paid people in attendance. They said we got 93,000 people in the building tonight. I think Tony said, Tony said we sold, we had this many right. tickets. And that's, um, and even when they, the turnstile number came out, that fit, because, and explain this to me, how on average there's 10% people less there than bought tickets. Is it ticket scalpers, you think? Maybe or, so. Maybe or is it so. just independently wealthy people who are I like, think, I'm not going? I do. I think there are people who buy tickets and can't go. I mean, you got to figure in, right. in, in 80,000 people, man, something comes up every now and then in somebody's life where they say, That's more important than wrestling? You know, I don't understand those people. Yeah. But there are people out there. Um, there are, there's many, there's several different angles I want to take with um, the CM Punk firing. Mm -hmm. um, let, I know you well, and I. Ask me how I would have handled the hangman page. Let's start with, <laughs> let's that. Start with that. Let, let's, let's first start with what would you have done to where it doesn't even get to this? And when, it goes back to the hangman promo. When, because he's a talented guy. Hangman Page yeah. is a very talented guy, and having him on your roster is a is a positive, not a negative. First of all, yeah. So I would not get rid of him, but I think what you could have done, and this is just me, I, and I lead people. I mean, I work, I have a crew of people, and there, I think there's a way to handle those things. And I and I don't know all the details of what was going on beforehand, but I know that the point of contention seemed to be that they moved Colt Cabana to Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. Um, if Tony Khan did that without CM Punk's input, then the way that you handle that is to bring Punk and Cabana and Page and the Young Bucks. If the because somebody in somebody made him think it was all right. Yeah. Okay. Who could that have been? Yeah. Kenny Omega, if he's a part of it, I set all those guys down and say, look, I am the one that moved him. To Ring of Honor. That's my decision. It's my company and it's my money. Don't let the EVP behind your name confuse you about the fact that the about the name that's on the bottom of the check that you get. Right. First of all, that's I'm the one that made that choice. And as far as you, Paige, here's what's going to happen. Since you felt the need to go on TV. And do something just detrimental to my business. I'm needing to get Orange Cassidy over. So here's how we're going to do it. For the next six months, he's going to beat you till I get tired of you doing jobs. Mm. And then at the end of that six months, if you can keep your mouth shut, then you can get back to doing what you do. Right. But for the next six months, you're going to be married to Orange Cassidy, and he's going to be a bigger star when this is over with. I. I think that happened anyway. Okay. I'm not, I was about to get to that and I'm, I'm not sure based on the, the year that I saw Paige have that, that there wasn't some of that going on, that he wasn't being punished to be completely honest with that was, that was the point yeah. I was going to make. And then I would have said, and as far as you feel, cause I'm sure he's not even up to that point. I don't believe he's innocent in all of this. Right. I think he's probably made a little He's a known. Uh, uh, Stir. Right. Hey, you, you're the biggest star I got. Yeah. But I'm not going to allow you mm -hmm. to ruin this company. It's, this is your warning. Right. So, And then I think if you do that, you don't have that fight. Yeah. That happens. And maybe if you do. And if, even if you do have that fight that happens, I think, I, I'm not firing any of those guys. Yeah. Because all those guys are. None of the guys that we're talking about, Paige, anybody, I'm not firing any of those guys. Right. Because they're all an asset to that company yes. in some way or another. But I also let the Young Bucks know, and if somebody doesn't keep feeding information to your buddy Meltzer, i.e., I'm assuming you're a little stooge that bounces around with you. Yeah. 
if one of your little stooges don't stop telling Dave Meltzer what's going on, then he's going to be gone. Yeah. He won't, He can go back to riding around on the back of whatever garbage truck he was riding around on before we gifted him with a job. Right. In the second biggest wrestling company in the world. Right. If he don't quit opening his mouth on Twitter about Jim Ross. Right. He can go back to taking the trash out at the local McDonald's or whatever it was he was doing. Yeah. Before I gifted him a job for you. Now that, that's me assuming that Tony Khan's not the one feeding Dave Meltzer the information himself. Right. Which I think is some of that. But I also think that there's somebody that was given that's feeding Meltzer and Alvarez that narrative. Yeah. Um, I can only assume who that somebody is. Right. The, um, yeah, that could have nipped it in the bud. And then that's it. And the, then, and once, even if they get in the fight, I'm still, I, I would, I don't, that was probably handled about as well as you could handle that. To be right. honest with you. I, I don't know. I mean, you suspended everybody. You sent everybody home. What else can you do? Right. I'm not firing any of those guys. Nobody in the elite and certainly not punk. Yeah. Well, you're not, I'm not firing those guys. Yeah. But, <clears throat> and and if you believe, and I, do you want to say anything else about that? No, I I believe you said that is about as well as could be said. So then we get to this deal with with um, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know the whole story, but the way that I understand it was like Shivani had said, "Hey, I was there when Goldberg used glass, and this it just it was it's not a good idea, right?" Uh, and several people tried to tell him, "You don't need to do this. This is right. like we can. There's no reason right. to not work something when you can. Right? Like why? Yeah. And, and so, and I, I think the perception was that CM Punk inserted himself, but mm-hmm. they went to him. This is the well. That's the one side that being fed to one group right. of folks was that, but the other." Seems to be that they went to Punk and said, "Look, can you go talk to him and explain no. to him why this is not a good good idea?" And right. he did, and they he told him flat out, "We're not doing that." Right. He took the, which is what you need sometimes. He told right. told him we're not doing that, and then they go on the, you're on the pre-show of the biggest card, right? We've ever had one of the biggest shows in wrestling history, mm-hmm. as far as the number of tickets sold. And you're on the pre-show of it, so you're lucky yeah. that you're on the pre-show. Right. Because the only reason that this Saturday night you're not in some bingo hall or some VFW or some National Guard armory somewhere with your frail little body is because your daddy was on a soap opera back in the 90s. That is the only reason anybody knows who you are. Let's be very clear about that. Yes. Without his daddy being on Beverly Hills 90210, he ain't sniffing a major wrestling company. Right. Especially not at this young of an age. Right. At any age. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So when he goes on the pre-show, it never gets to the point where Punk's got to fight him. Because I snatch him before when he walks back through the curtain and fire him. Yeah. Say, good luck. Best of luck in your Best future. Best of luck. Go, find, go to your little trust fund. Yeah. And live off of that. Because you won't be making any money. Yeah. In all elite wrestling anymore. You're fired. You just jeopardized. Because he did. Ultimately, that comment that he made mm-hmm. distracted from the the positive news story. Right, right. And then it now. What I do? I fire CM Punk for hitting him. Absolutely. Yeah. He's fired too. You can't. Right. You can't go around beating people up because you don't agree with well, them. You know. I, I I'm under the impression that really, again, you hear it's it's apparent that the tussle with Punk and Perry happened in front of Tony Khan. I've heard. Uh-huh. Stuff got knocked over on him. Mm-hmm. Then he and Tony had a private meeting or whatever that was heated. I've heard, read that there's cameras all in this place. That it right. was all called on camera. Here, here's my no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. Here's my conspiracy theory. And I'm gonna tell you mine. Also, I'm gonna tell you this. 
the day that I ever, in private, definitely not on TV, uh-huh. look at anybody and say, I was in fear of my life from another man, be the day I die. Unless it's Mike Tyson or Brock Lesnar or he got a gun well, or something like that. You ain't going to. I understand this legal speak. Correct. I get that. Right. But I'll, be, I'll rather die than go on TV and say another man right. made me in fear for my life. But if you, but if you, if you owned a company and saying that was going to save you a lawsuit. Uh, even then. I don't know, man. But he don't strike. He ain't never been in a fight before. No. Yeah, I, listen, that's a trust fund baby right there, too. Yeah, that's yeah. probably why he gets along with Jack Perry. Yeah. They, you yeah. Know, they, they got, he got more in common with Jack Perry than he does CM Punk. Here, here's what I think. I think CM Punk got fired on purpose. Yeah, I do too. I think, I think he knew what he was doing. I think he, I think he came back and he thought it would be different. Yep. And it was in the the in ring. Mm-hmm. Was had different. a lot more freedom. Able to do what he wants to do. He had great matches yeah, in his A and W run. Yeah, it was the best. Thing. I can't name a bad match. No, I can't either. I can't either. And um so so he but he thought it would be different backstage. He mm-hmm. thought, man, if I don't have Vince and right. Triple H, man, it's gonna be so cool, it's gonna be so nice. Then you know what I think? I think he's like I miss those guys. I think he saw the because he said this. He saw the way the Brody Lee thing got handled, and that helped make his mind up. Because he said, "Wow, there's no leaks there." And then he found out, "Oh, there's just no leaks there if they like you." Right. I think there was part. I think there's some of that. I've said this a thousand times. I like CM Punk. I'm a CM Punk fan. Right. I do not like the Miz. Right. I'm not a Miz fan. Yeah. I will never like. Uh-huh. Anything the Miz does, That's, right. I do not like. I think yeah. when I hear people talking about cosplay phony wrestlers, mm-hmm. I think about the Miz. But if I was starting a wrestling company <clears throat> and I had a first pick and I could choose between CM Punk and the Miz, ask me which one of them I would pick. You'd pick the same person I would. I would pick the Miz all day long because I, he's going to show up. He's going to be consistent. I don't care if it's 7 o'clock in the morning for a radio show, if it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon on an ESPN show, or if it's 9 o'clock at night on my TV show. He's going to be the same guy, consistent. He's, is he going to have great matches? No, he doesn't have great matches. Mm-mm. But is he, you know, can I count on him to not hurt people? Can I count on him to not go out there and go into business for himself? Can I count on him to do everything I ask him to do? Yep. I'm sitting here nodding my head. I'm telling you, 100%, 10 out of 10 times, if I'm starting a company and I got to pick between those two guys. And I'm not talking about building a company around either Right. You're saying you know, if you had to pick between these two. If I had two. to pick between the two of those guys who I'd want on my roster for a high upper card, it would be the mid. All right. So I want to chase a rabbit for a minute. Mm-hmm. You, that's you're making that as a business decision, mm-hmm. and when it comes to the business of wrestling, sometimes what happens between the ropes is not the most important thing. Right? Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's pretty well documented. Right. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> now, can I tell you my theory on what what I do think to deal with Punk is? Yeah. I think you're right. I think he wanted to get fired. Yeah. I think I'd, he's probably got to be looking at Cody. Once again, I, Cody Rhodes, man, I would think if I'd have been in WWE ten, seven, eight years ago, I'm watching Cody Rhodes and going, if I'm Brian Daniels, yeah. I'm going, if Cody Rhodes can go on the independence and have all these matches and draw all these people to all these buildings and make all this money standing there having pictures made with him, I'm, I'm the American dragon, Brian Daniels. Okay, I think that, and now I've got to be thinking. If I'm CM Punk, I'm wait. I'm going. 
Vince McMahon flew to Cody Rhodes' house and brought him in and made him the biggest star in his company. Right. I mean, second biggest maybe Mm -hmm. behind Roman Reigns. He got the seal of approval from Brock Lesnar. Right. I got to be looking at that and going, you know, because I think if you take Phil Brooks into a situation where, you know, we've talked about, you know, folks that w- that we know who know some people and w- w- contracts when they're negotiating their contracts, going, you're going to work with this person. Yeah, this is the person you're going to work with, and you're going to do it for this title, or, or it's not even yeah. going to be a title; it's just going to be a match. Anyway, I think if you take a Phil Brooks and you do that, and you give him a bus where he knows what his direction is, he right. shows up. Yeah, he does it. He does what that direction is, and he goes home. I think you'll get a more content version of him. You know, I don't think some people, I know folks like you mm-hmm. don't, and I'm not done with my theory on punk yet. Yeah. I got, okay. a, I got a theory that I haven't heard anybody else. Say. Yeah. You're a very happy, optimistic, right. Enthusiastic, extroverted person. And sometimes I don't know that people like you, maybe you do understand this. There are other people in the world that m- misery drives, right? That that getting out of bed with a little little piss and vinegar in your system every morning is what gets you out of bed, and it is that you against the world. I got to go out in the world, and the world is against me, and I have to fight against the world. Right. That that's what drives some of those people. Yeah. And I, just, I think some people just operate a little better when they're a little bit miserable. Yeah. I'm one of those people. Right. Well, I if I'm. I need to be, I, there needs to be a little misery in my life to motivate me. Right. But here, I I, I want to hear the rest of your theory, but I, I want to push back because can CM Punk be content? If I'm the person, no. if I'm the person wanting to bring him in and I'm thinking, man, we're going to, we're going to do everything you want. Mm-hmm. He's still not going to be happy. No, he's not. Because I'm pretty sure that's what AEW did. I mean, they'd probably give him everything he wanted, but he gets pushed back. The only difference I would think is probably in WWE, there won't be that, maybe that pushback from people who who are, I don't know. I can't imagine Roman Reigns is going to be too bothered by him being there. I don't even know if their paths are even cross. You know, I don't either. Um I would think maybe Seth Rollins. I mean, I've heard him make comments where he didn't want to see him back. I'd heard it when they originally signed Punk that the comments in a in WWE were good. Let him go be somebody else's headache for a change. Right. When uh, AEW signed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. When AEW signed him. Here's the here's here's the thing. WWE ain't WWE anymore. No. Uh-uh. WWE is TKO. Mm-hmm. And I'm very curious. You can say, well, Vince has still got this control and that control. Ah, for how long? How long does that ever really last when there's big takeovers like that? I mean, it's always like that for a little Vince while. Vince McMahon could get fired today. Yeah, yeah. They always, when these things happen, there's the people, they keep those people in charge for a while. Right. Well, until, they, a, until they start bucking back. There was a lot of cuts yesterday. Yeah. yeah and I would say, I don't, I don't want to get off of CM yeah. Punk just yet, but like, that's really kind of aggravated me to watch the list of people who got like five to seven, eight, ten million dollar bonuses the day before they cut a bunch of their. They're backbone workers. That and know? that, but that's that's part of business. But right. Still, you know, you just I, I don't know. Yeah. I hate to see stuff like that. Yeah, and these cuts are not money. Well, I mean, all cuts are money related, but basically, you have two companies coming together, which I didn't know this. So Endeavor owns what's TKO now. Did you know that Endeavor is part of the William Morris Agency? Not surprised. I mean, this is gonna. This is gonna. This is gonna anyway, finish your CM Punk because our next episode <laughs> I want to talk about the new WWE. Okay, so my theory that mm-hmm. I haven't heard anybody else say. First yeah. of all, let me say, anybody that would decide that they in their thirties want to go fight professionally, yeah, like anybody that does that, I respect because that it takes a lot. Yes. 
to go to those training camps, to do the training. And then what, just what it takes to go get into a real fight with somebody. I don't think people, if you've never been in a fight, you don't understand everything that goes into what leads up to you getting into a fight. And then to willingly fight somebody that you don't have any problem with Mm -hmm. what it takes to do something like that. Right. It's a different, it's a different thought process. Yeah. You know? So I respect the fact that he tried to go fight in the UFC, Mm -hmm. but I listened to, um, Rogan talk about it when it, when he got beat by Mickey Gall Mm -hmm. and whatever you may think about Rogan on, on any other position, when it comes to mixed martial arts, there's, he's a, he's one of the top analysts in the world. Right. And he said, he's a nice guy. He wanted to do this, but he doesn't need to be in UFC because he, he does not have the skill level that it takes Yeah, to fight at that level because you can't start at 37 or 38 and get there. Right. You know, these other guys have been doing this since they were in high school. Right. Or after, you know, they've been working for years and years, and they're young. So when he he has the first fight and he gets beat, then he fights Mickey Gall, who is, by all accounts, I mean, he's as far as the UFC fighters, you know, he'd whoop me and you both at the same right. time. I'm not. He's a UFC jobber. Right, right. right. But he's not. He's a, he's a preliminary UFC yeah. type fighter. Um, and, I mean, he destroyed Punk. And I think that, you know, Punk was representing pro wrestling. And I don't think he's got anything to be embarrassed about. Right. But I bet he does. Right. That's got to that's gotta ride on your pride, man. Right. It's got to sting mm-hmm. getting beat up like that. And everybody, you could see it in the interview they did afterward. That, that sucks. Mm-hmm. He got beat bad. Yeah, he got whooped. So I just wonder if there's part of in his mind going into it where he was like i'm gonna have to prove that i know how to fight to these people mm. because they're probably laughing at me behind you were we, you and i were having a conversation where as i often do not on the show like on here like it is i feel like it is my responsibility to completely destroy your self-confidence on correct. the show correct but when the microphones are off i try to be just the, like it's just the opposite so that you know that I don't mean any of it on yeah. the show. It's part of the gimmick of what we do. Right. And I'm telling you like how like how much I love to see your Instagram post. Yeah. And I'm just praising you. And you said, Man, I don't see myself like that. Yeah. So imagine if you got beat up. Yeah. How would how would you that would ride on the pride. I don't care who yeah. you Yeah. That stings, man. So I'm imagining some of that. That's what I think. That's my theory. That he felt like he had something to prove about being a tough guy. Do you also think I think that's an excellent thing. You know, he 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 does commentary for some MMA. Mm-hmm. And last he night, did last night, yeah, yeah. And apparently said, "I'm free for the next two free months. for the next two months." And what I would say is, what if CM Punk? What if he's thinking, man? I'd love to do UFC commentary. Yeah, I think. He's not a dumb guy. No, and he's definitely got the gift of gab. Right. I've always, I told, right. I said then when he did the UFC gig, I thought that that was a segue into him doing commentary so that he could say, man, I thought I could do that. Like, I really felt like right. that was what it, man, these guys right here. Because now he can come, because you really don't have that in UFC, the experience of something. Like, you got the Rogans and you got some other guys that do it. But not guys who have like been in there, and you know they need that color analyst. Dude, what if CM Punk? What if WWE's like, you know what? We think you got about three, four years. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine CM Punk behind the announce table for WWE? I think this ties into what you want to talk about next. He's worked. For both WWE and UFC, who are owned by the same company, yeah. So there has to be a thought there. That's what, like, I think that's where the future is, man. And as I just mentioned, CM Punk was on heels both seasons. Mm -hmm. Again, the parent company. Yeah. Here. 
we got a whole we're we're gonna do a whole episode on this. I mean, right. I'm just gonna stop what I'm saying right there. Okay. Because I want to do a whole another episode. Um, I'll, you know, obviously, by at this point, about other than your theory that no one else has said, and that's a good theory. Everything that can be said about this has probably been oh, said. Yeah, yeah, we're just. But I also we're wanted, speculating off what a couple of people online said. But I also there was there's a couple of other wrestling wrestler transitions that kind of came out of nowhere. One being uh, Lacey Evans, who yeah. was positioned to be the next it girl in WWE, and then they just kind of boy. Took her every which way. Well, and, uh, it was a lot of start and stops, man. Correct. And uh, she got injured at one point, I think. Yeah, and then she came back, and, and they did all these vignettes about her horrible upbringing. And right. Then, but, like, they were babyface vignettes, and then she come back as a heel. And then she was with Flair at one point. Yeah, they did this deal with Flair. Because I thought her and Charlotte would have been a money feud. Right. But they kind of screwed that up. And then she come back, and I'm not, I don't know exactly what happened. But she kind of come out doing Sergeant Slaughter's gimmick. Yeah. But she never, evidently, nobody ever talked to Slaughter about yeah. it. Yeah. And I think it didn't sit right with him mm -hmm. that she didn't contact him because he. I think he was like, if she'd have got in touch with me, heck, I yeah, would've, I would have come out and gave her the riding crop and let her. You know what I mean? Right. But I think that she just kind of did it. But I'm sure it wasn't her choice. But I think right. it kind of hurt him that maybe WWE didn't reach out and mm -hmm. say, hey. We're gonna do this, and we, you know, you've got a lot of tenure here. Let's show him some respect, you know. Show show Sarge a little respect. Yeah, you could have had him come out on TV and give her the hat, and give her the crop, and endorse her, and he would have done it, and right. probably taught her how to do the Cobra Clutch. Right. You know, I'm sure, but I think they kind of acted like it wasn't that they didn't need to do that. And then it's like, and I think the fans know, right? That that, and that's. People, listen, whatever you think about legends, people love them, man. And when they know that you didn't treat one respectfully, they, speaking of legends, you see The Rock come back last night? Holy cow. That was pretty cool. You're talking about a real pop. Like, I got to imagine if you're on that roster, you're just going, oh, that's what, oh. that's what it looks like when somebody's over. Like, if I was in AEW, Impact, anything. I would be watching that segment, and, and that's what I—that's all I could think. Yeah. Oh, that's what they do when you're actually over. Yeah. Boy, Austin Theory is a made man now. Yeah. Yeah. Contrary to what some pundits think, that now they think that. I love it. <laughs> they've they've buried Austin Theory by putting him in segments with Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. <laughs> yeah, he's just. They're just burying this Austin Theory kid yeah. by having him by having him go out there and cut the rock. Did you watch the promo? He said something and then he told the Rock, "It doesn't matter what you, you know." He did he did the shtick. Wow! Like on what planet is that being buried? Right, 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 right. Pat yeah. McAfee, he's out there with Pat McAfee, yeah. who's like, I don't even know that it's arguable anymore. That in sports broadcasting, he's like the number one guy. Oh, no. Yeah, dude. He's a college game day. He's taking yeah. over ESPN. Right. Right. So, so much so that Stephen A. Smith had to start a podcast of his own to, <laughs> to, try, to, to, to try to get some money when his contract <laughs> comes up because they're going to replace him. I'm, yeah. Mm. Uh, I. You know, here's here's – Oh man, we're all over the place. Let's um, the other man, because man, we could go into Skip Bayless and Santa Sharp and oh, all these people and like. Let's do it. <laughs> we, uh, we've been talking dirt on wrestling for a while. Let's get into. You know what? I hate that Michael Irvin went with with Bayless because like right. Monday mornings on first take during the NFL season, I didn't miss man. Yeah. Even like if I worked Monday morning, I would watch it when I got off that night because right. I knew that like. Um, Stephen A. and Michael Irvin were going to go off and go on for for quite some time. It's going to be great. I and I don't know all the details, but I, I guess Skip Bayless is on a different network now or something. Yeah, he's on Fox. He's on Fox Sports. He's been that way for a long time. You didn't know that? I don't but like they, Skip but, Bayless. But, but anyway. Shannon Sharp left Skip Bayless and is now on ESPN. Yes, 
you didn't see the whole fallout. They had like a falling out on the air. Yes. Yeah, I, it I, was, uh, there was more to it. There were a couple of instances. I, think. I mean, it was like it fell apart. Yeah. They had was, that falling out within a week. It started over that DeMar Hamlin thing. and Bayless tweeted something about it. And, yeah. And, uh, and Shannon didn't like it, and he told him he thought he would take the tweet down. And he said, I'm not taking the tweet down. And then, but it fell apart that day when he said something about Tom Brady being a bigger star than Shannon. Like he was, a, and Shannon was like, Why do you compare? We didn't even play the same position. Why do yeah. you feel, I'm a Hall of Famer. Like, why do you yeah. feel the need to tear me down? Yeah. To build, like, he just didn't get it, and it pissed him off. And I could understand why. Yeah, I think um, here, here's the thing. With that whole industry, is you you have to set yourself apart, and whether it's Stephen A. or Skip, they are polarizing figures. Yeah, because like that whole that whole industry seems to be built on hot takes. Like yeah, having a tape. That's, that's literally be, the name of one in the show. Well, right, yeah. But that's like the whole deal. It just seems to be, I want to say something that everybody's going to disagree with so they'll talk about me. Did, when, um, when the Johnny Manziel documentary came out, yeah. I kept watch, they, I kept seeing on Twitter the back and forth with Skip and uh, Merrill Hodge, where Skip was like, Johnny Manziel is going to be a star. Da, 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 da. Merrill <laughs> Hodge is like, nope, for – and he just went, this, 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 he's going to be a bust. And it was just like, you know, one person was right and one person was wrong. But in that industry, it doesn't matter how wrong you are, how many times you're wrong. If you are polarizing and you get clicks and you get ratings and you get views, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's like Meltzer. Meltzer can – Lie about if he wanted to, he could lie about everything. But unless you cancel your subscription, he does not care. Yeah, same with Cornette. <clears throat> right. There, I mean, there's a whole industry now in wrestling built on that. You know, CNN versus Fox News thing. It exists right. in wrestling too now. It's yeah. AEW versus WWE, and it's Punk versus the Elite. It's you know uh, Cornette versus anybody that likes AEW. You know. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's just what it is, man. There's a whole these people are making a lot of money yeah. talking about stuff. I just want to figure out how we can do it. <laughs> we we have I mean we we've made money talking about stuff. We're not making money now talking about stuff. Yeah. But uh that's what we need to figure out. How to restart the patron <laughs> without all the hand you know, it created some handcuffing before. Not for me. No, not for you. Yeah, you, you, because uh, you wanted to be, you want to be friends with everybody. You wanna, you want to get information about where some indie wrestler was gonna be. Well, right. What he was right. doing in his private life, and I don't care about that. I don't. Right. I don't care if the people that own these little rinky-dink independent wrestling companies like me or not. I don't well, and see, I don't even know that I'd want to talk. I mean, I don't. I, I would want to talk about other stuff on the Patreon. Yeah. I would, uh, yeah, that's what I would. So I, I feel like there would be more of a, uh, more of a chance because I, 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 you know, the tapped out guys in Georgia, they do, they do a basically an indie segment and, and people have asked them, why don't y'all talk about any wrestling more? It's like, cause we got, they have a worldwide audience and those people don't care. About yeah. Georgia independent wrestling. No. And um, they don't. I mean, I know you got into the the weeds of it. Oh, right, right, right. right, right. Um, but I never listened to any stuff because I no. don't care, man. Right. I love you to death. I listen to your little Heath Mulligan project all yeah. the time because I just like you. Yeah. And I yeah. like I, when I see your little uh, videos pop ups, I watch them usually after the fact sometimes. And, uh, Say, you know, I just got to figure out how to, I got to figure out how to make money off all this. I know. I, Cause I've thought about like, if I could, if I knew how to record myself, I would like definitely do a solo show where I reviewed AEW every week. Cause I watch it every week. You know, I could show you how to do um, that. 
and we've talked about stuff like that before. Mm-hmm. And then, like, sometimes when these things come up, I would like to knock out, like, when Punk got fired, to have something that we could put out. Right. But I like talking to you, too. Like, I don't right. like it to just be, right. I don't want it to just be me. And, like, all the stuff, like, you know, if you're, you know, we, we have, we still have a Facebook group from our patrons, um, from when we had Patreon. That was part of the deal. And, like, a couple of times a week, I'll post something in there, uh, just some something I'll record about indie wrestling, and um, you know there was a little bit of controversy this week about uh, discrepancy in attendance figures. So whether you're AEW or oh, at an independent a, show, was it 150? No, or 150 no, no, people? no. They they had a tremendous, uh, they had a tremendous crowd. How many people? Um, depends on who you ask. At least, I, here's what I said, okay? They claimed over 500. They had a huge – I want to be very clear. They had a huge crowd. They packed out the building. They have nothing to be ashamed of. It's tremendous. All I said was I can see 28 rows. I can, That's how many rows I can see. Uh-huh. Let's say on average there's 15 chairs in a row. Mm-hmm. 28 times 15 is 420. Mm-hmm. And that's all. I, I I see a maximum of 420 chairs. You're claiming over 500. Where you know you, and that's all I said. And, and you know that. Who got mad? Let's not talk about that. I don't want to. You know, because like I don't want to give the. I don't want to even get into it. Like I said what I said privately, but other people I wasn't the only person now other people questioned their number. I'm just saying twenty eight times fifteen is four hundred and twenty. That's indisputable. Right. Yeah, that's indisputable. Okay. But that's just what you saw you could see on camera, right? But that was all of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, pick multiple pictures, multiple videos, and I just Okay, that's four. That's great. That's yeah. great, dude. I would kill. Would have killed to have booked a show that drew four hundred twenty people. Yeah. I would have killed to book a show that drew a hundred and twenty people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. But that's the thing about that. For that's the thing about wrestling, man. Like all the, the the stuff to talk about is like the crap that don't matter, man. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess it does matter, but it mattered to somebody if they argued with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that iced coffee you had really looked good. Um, I had some old freeze dried taster's choice over here. I'm gonna tell you that looked like some serious gourmet shit. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good. It was the uh, pumpkin i iced pumpkin chai tea latte. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't seven dollars and twenty cents. Good. No, that's crazy. Did you see? We're all man. I love this show because we're all over the place. This is the Double Dropkick Show, twenty twenty three edition. Did you see the this video on the episode we recorded? Did you see the video of this new Dunkin' Donuts drink? And it's like a pumpkin drink, and it's got ice cream in it. And the dude sat there, and he had like, because now they got to post the <clears throat> nutritional facts. Uh-huh. He says this has forty grams of sugar, and he had an empty cup, and it was like up to this on the cup. That's how much sugar's in there. This is how many carbs. This is how many artificial things. Yeah. He said this this one drink. It was like nine hundred calories. <sighs> Dang. And he's like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, that's not that's not good. What are we doing? That's why I've pretty much quit drinking that stuff. I had a a sugar free um, vanilla cold brew yesterday. Oh yeah, it was nice. I, so I, what I would say is this tasted great. Mm-hmm. It wasn't worth the cost of the amount of sugar and the yeah, price. That's right. So, like you could have I had have regrets. Like for that. You could have had a like probably a nice piece of chocolate cake. Or, yes. You know, a couple of donuts with a cup of black coffee for for that. 
The other day, I was at Dollar General. Well, I was buying some snacks for some. A bag of Fritos was six dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, I can get a Happy Meal, a whole meal for six dollars. Or used to could. Yeah, can you? A Happy Meal now is a dollar is uh, nineteen ninety nine. I wouldn't doubt it. That's crazy, man. I wouldn't doubt it, man. I don't. I ain't, I ain't eat a Happy Meal. I ain't eat McDonald's. Huh? You know, for a fat guy, I'm not big on fast food. I try. I have. Um, yeah, I've really tried to. Just, Cut I've down never, on fast I, food. I've never. I try not to eat processed food anymore. Me too. I go to, like I went to Aldi the other week because mm-hmm. they, they they sell their steaks individually, right? right? You know, so you can keep them fresh. So I buy like 10 steaks. Mm. I just, when I get hungry, I cook one of those and eat it. You know who else cut down on processed food? Who's that? CM Punk. And he's in the... <laughs> the uh, the talk of our episode today, he's been the talk of wrestling, mm-hmm. and in two months, which will be just in time for Survivor Series, yeah, which is in, do you know where Survivor Series is? Is it in? in Chicago? I've heard it's in Chicago. I can't confirm that. Well, I mean, it would be easy to confirm. Let's confirm it. Let's confirm it. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Survivor. Survivor Series. Series. 2023. 2023. Location. Austin. Oh, well, no. Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> Austin, Texas. Allstate Arena in Chicago. Okay. Well, hey, maybe he was dropping a hint last night. Maybe so. We'll see. I mean, you got to think. Here, Here's the thing now. I don't think we're going to have to hear. Whether he comes back or not, WWE is so hot right now. We're not going to get CM Punk chance for seven years. Nah. Nah. How long has it been so. since a crowd hijacked a show? You know, CM Punk like proved that old the thing from the Dark Knight true. You either, you either, you know, die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, and, and he did. Like, but I knew it. Like when he went to AEW, I was like, "This is going to be fun to watch." Like, yeah, it was. Yeah, no, and there's like they wanted the they wanted the full CM Punk experience, and they got it. You know, yeah. I'm because I listen everything I've said. I'm not saying at all that he was not culpable in what happened. Right. I'm sure there are plenty of stories of him. Right. Just you know being a turd. Yeah. Because that's who he is. Right. Like, you know what I mean? He's never never seemed to be happy. You know what I mean? Right. If you choose Punk as your last name, you know. What kind of parent names their child <laughs> CM Punk. Punk? This is terrible. Um, anyway, um, it is a recording day here in the super secret basement studios of the Double Dropkick show. Um if you really, I do not post about wrestling on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We still have a Facebook group, the wrestling you grew up with, eighty thousand people strong. That's a number you can't dispute. <laughs> you can literally go in there, click how many people we got. I'm going to tell you the the um, administrators in there. We're just kind of letting it run wild, you know. Which I, you know, yeah, it, what can you do? I don't. I'll, I mean, I'm trying to think about selling this group. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't either. Um, I certainly thought having a Facebook group with 80,000 people in it would, so that somehow in there it would equate to some money. Yeah. It yeah. is not. I remember t- I remember the day we were sitting there. I was like, why don't we have a Facebook group? Right. You said, well, hang on just a second. But now we have a Facebook group. Yeah. And, <laughs> Who um, knew, man? Who knew? Um, it grow to be so big. But I most of my wrestling takes are either in the private Facebook group, which is closed forever. You can't get into that. Um, or on Twitter, at Heath Mulligan. What about you? Uh, most of my wrestling takes are done here. Yes. Um, as far as my – I mean, you can get me at the DDK show, but you're not going to get a lot of interaction. You're not – you know, I try right. to get on there for the news. and Yeah. Uh, my Instagrams, if you're, you know, that's pretty pretty private, and all you're going to see is pictures of my cats, anyways. So. Twitter is, um, 
Twitter's where I go for my news. Yeah. If I want to, if like pretty much in about three minutes, I can scroll through Twitter mm-hmm. and I can see the top st- sports story, top political story, mm-hmm. top church story of the day between the people that yeah. I follow. That's pretty much what I do too. And I go to the search bar and look at what's trending. Right. And if I see somebody's name or something, I'll click on that and see what's going on. And it's always scary when you see like a celebrity. Because you don't know. Yeah, they either, they, said, they either died or said something stupid. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Uh, well, speaking of saying something stupid, we're going to end this episode <laughs> before we say anything else stupid. We appreciate you listening. If you're listening to this, you know how to find it. So there's like no need to, to go through all that. There's no need for me to tell you where it all to find our show. Because you are listening. You're listening to it. You, you found it. You are listening to it on the platform of your choice. No longer available on Stitcher, which has gone the way of the dodo bird. Oh, did it? I'm not sure. We are on um, Amazon Podcast. We're on Spotify. Well, that's cool. We're, uh, we are everywhere except for YouTube. Everywhere you want to be. That's right. That's right. And um, so... That about sums it up for the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.